0: Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts.
1: Today we'll be talking about green finance, about sustainable finance, but also about greening finance, three interlinked concepts, and how the EU is promoting them and the transition to a more sustainable economy. Keep listening.
0: The world seems to finally have realized that the move towards a more sustainable economy is not a luxury, but an urgent necessity. Or so we would like to believe.
1: But transforming the EU economy to make it more sustainable requires enormous investments. And given that the public sector alone cannot possibly foot the bill, solutions have been sought to bring the private sector on board. Now, what kind of solutions are we talking about?
0: Climate finance provides funds to deal with the consequences of climate change and mitigate its negative effects.
1: Green finance has a broader scope as it also covers other environmental goals, such as protecting biodiversity, while sustainable finance also covers social and governance factors, such as working conditions and health and safety issues.
0: Now, the concept of green finance is divided into two elements, greening finance on the one hand and green financing on the other. The first is about introducing new tools and procedures to allow the financial system to take better account of climate and environmental considerations in the management of financial risks.
1: The second, green financing, is about attracting more private capital to finance the green transition through instruments such as green and sustainability loans, green bonds, social bonds to finance social projects, even blue bonds to finance marine projects.
0: As you can see, there's no shortage of options. So, what is the EU doing in this field? Keep listening.
1: To become climate neutral by 2050, Europe will need to mobilise up to 290 billion of additional investments per year from energy efficiency to cleaner transport. Let's hear from Commissioner Valdis Dombrovskis in charge of economic affairs.
0: Private capital will have to cover the biggest part of transition costs. Uh, This is why one of my top priorities is to drive forward our sustainable finance agenda and bring uh, private investors on board. In March 2018, the European Commission presented an action plan on financing sustainable growth, and the first deliverables have been three key regulations seeking to create a classification system to determine whether an economic activity is environmentally sustainable or not, to make disclosures relating to sustainable investments and sustainability risks clearer, and to establish low-carbon benchmarks.
1: The first regulation, known as the Taxonomy Regulation, is particularly important for driving the consistent development of future legislation, as advocated by the European Parliament, which was closely involved in its drafting.
0: In the context of the Green Deal, the Commission is also expected to put forward a renewed sustainable finance strategy in 2021, with the aim of redirecting more private capital to green investments.
1: And a legislative proposal to better define what should qualify as a European green bond, something the European Parliament has also long been calling for. Truth is,
0: the interest in green and sustainable finance is rising fast among investors worldwide, both public and private.
1: Yes, it has. The European Central Bank has invested in green bonds as part of its asset purchase. And the European Investment Bank is one of the largest providers of finance for climate-related projects globally.
0: It is. The EIB aims at supporting 1 trillion euros worth of investments in climate action and environmental sustainability over the next 10 years and wants to phase out projects based on dirty energy. Let's hear its president, Werner Hoyer. Alignment with the Paris Agreement will determine a change in EIB's group's policies and actions, starting with a pledge to phase out energy projects that depend on fossil
1: fuels. This is my proposal. And there are also many voluntary private initiatives that have tried to create some sort of market standards. So what's the way forward? Keep listening.
0: Well, after the disruption caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, the need to scale up green and sustainable finance and the importance of international cooperation to facilitate harmonisation of different measures and market practices are even more evident.
1: There is also a need to increase the standardization and disclosure of non financial information published by companies and used to evaluate risks. Doing so will help to increase data availability, to make data more comparable, and to bring more transparency and clarity to investors.
0: But the pandemic has also highlighted the need to make our societies more resilient, and hence an increased need for investment in health and social protection through tools such as social bonds.
1: But no country can do this alone. Climate change and environmental degradation are global challenges requiring global solutions. And it's only by working together and setting common goals that we will be able to change course and give this planet a chance. So we need
0: more initiatives like the international platform of sustainable finance which brings together the EU and other countries, representing 55% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions and half of the world's population and GDP, with the objective of driving more private capital towards environmentally sustainable investments.
1: This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast.
0: Thanks for listening.